Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 14, Episode 20, The Storming of Area 51. Uh, my wife reminded me the other day of the uh, the video that came out where it was it was like me on my alien steed escaping Area 51, and it's like this baby doll strapped to this dog with like a fucking ocelot or something. Yeah, like running next to it, it's like the way the baby doll just flopping. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's that full sprint. Yeah. Uh, my alien steed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Grove Snake says, I see Greta's as curious as ever. And just oh, yes. slowly looking over at you. Dude. Now, what you can't see is that there is a perfectly thin layer of dried cum on her Suma. lips. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've started. I have an Etsy store. I've started uh, making uh, lip balm. I don't want to say. I don't want to say, you yeah. know content stick that yeah. the brand i don't want they're my biggest competitor right now exactly uh for my personal semen lip balm exactly. tubes but well you call uh, it muck which is c-u-m exactly. just backwards yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's my muck stick <laughs> which is funnily enough what i call my cock oh yeah hey, suck my muck stick, yeah come you on know. you want some of that <laughs> oh, your lips are looking a little dry. You could use yeah. a little muck stick. It's because I shoot out the muck, but also mm-hmm. it's a mixture of mouth and suck to exactly. muck. Yeah. <laughs> now, the cuck is a whole other, right. whole other Oh, shebang. you get cuck mucked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's rough. <laughs> uh, welcome to Thursday night. Uh, we're doing a, also featured heavily on Etsy, a makeup store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, why did I say makeup store? A makeup record. Oh, sorry. Say. Well, because you were in the <laughs> the mode. Etsy I opened store. a makeup store. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Thursday night. Where it's my makeup store. Presented okay. by Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, yeah, we're doing a makeup episode uh, Monday. Nothing better than an old makeup oh. episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got kind of you know fucked by work. I was it was a very long day. Um, but we did post up. Uh, Patreon peak. A Patreon peak that technically is just a regular episode, so a little sneak peek into the future, future peak. Yes. For uh, season sixteen, episode six, which was the event we talked about for a while. Which up until when we watched it, we thought it was a special, but yeah, it was just an episode thing. in the yeah. in the season. Uh, but it's William Shatner meets ancient aliens. Yeah. He doesn't actually meet ancient aliens. It should have been called like the cast There's, of ancient aliens right, or right, something, right. or theorists, right. or something, or right. gets freaked the fuck out, right. <laughs> bummed out. Uh, Bill, I'd like to introduce you to my friend Osiris, the Egyptian yeah. god. Yeah. He's right here. Hey, hey, hey. I'm an uh, old alien. Uh, whatever Egyptian says. Yeah, like Filipino, right? Or maybe oh. Pee Wee Herman. Uh, oh yeah, Mecca like yeah, like Jambi, yeah. I mean, Jambi had that Egyptian vibe to him. Yeah, yeah. Had the bluish green face, like in the pictures of exactly. Osiris and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So very androgynous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, welcome, Keister Feaster. Uh, he's well. Oh, he's in the ER. The ER oh my or god! Hospital. Holy shit! Might have collapsed a lung 
or ruptured my spleen. Thought watching this would make me... Oh, my God. We'll get better, Keister Feaster. Yeah, you need to be able to feaster upon that Meester's yes. Keisters. Uh, we also had a uh, a new SoundCloud listener whose, whose handle was Sista Fista. Oh, well, <laughs> sweet as is. Yes. Um, <laughs> Which I guess could have been a, a porn parody version of Sister Sister, the show. Ah, yes. Uh, yes. Incestuous twins. Never knew I'm a child fister. Yes. <laughs> Always going to let you go when I grip on your asshole, Sister Fister. Uh, and their coach was Mr. Gooper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hanging with. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging brain with Mr. Gooper. Exactly. Porn parody. Goop one. Porn parody. Um, yeah. But yeah, we didn't want to, uh, we didn't want to skip. An episode. Oh, you look pregnant. Ooh, someone got cream pied. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm sure it's from the swollen spleen or exactly. Water. Yeah. Lots of fluid. Um, the bacteria and the uh, <laughs> swollen. Yeah. The yes. quad. <laughs> Sorry, we're laughing. It's the only way we can deal with anything uh, emotionally intense. <laughs> nothing I can do to make me cry. I can only laugh because I'm just a guy. Just want to die. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we didn't want to. Uh, Skip a whole week again. We could have, but we love you too much. So, um, but it just also just worked out that we could both do this Thursday thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, we are here at twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. You can support the show if you like us over at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens. And for only five bucks a month or more, you give us you give us two episodes, two exclusive podcasts. You record it, you submit it, right? We listen to it and review it for you, and that's yeah. what you pay for. And then for. we put it out on the feed. We <laughs> keep all the money, yes, in all the rights. <laughs> we don't, you know, give yes. anything back there. All our contracts are signed in cum, of course. Yes. Uh, and you're not allowed to use muck. That's that, that's a cheat. We yeah, need we, your cum. That, okay? We need that DNA signature, yes. and we're not talking blood. Okay, yes. we need your mm-hmm. specific semen. Because I yeah. taste test every signature. Exactly. And I know what my own muck stick oh, yeah. tastes like. Yeah, and under that black light, you have a, a weird greenish hue where most people have a yellow pop. Exactly. So <laughs> you can just really spot it right off right off the bat. So. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, we record uh, Adventurous Ghosts, our Ghost Adventures podcast, which is basically probing ancient aliens, but for the Travel Channel show Ghost Adventures, uh, we've put a few of those in the feed before, the, the free feed here. And if you want really cool probing ancient alien merch, Really cool disc golf discs to throw, and really cool disc golf disc t-shirts and other th- apparels yeah. to wear Socks of on the course. Aliens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, head over to blackholesupplycompany.com and get all that shit. And uh, uh, Steve over here is about to do his first black hole supply event. Well, it's not an event just for black hole yeah, supply, yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, he's going down to the what is it? The Goat Hill, the Goat, goat Out. <laughs> uh, it's the challenge at the Goat Hill. Chal- yes, or that's something it. like that. Uh, in beautiful Oceanside, California. Yeah. So right at the north end uh, of San Diego County. But yes. uh, yeah, Goat Hill is a uh, what is it? A Silver Series or so, yeah, something so like that? It was always like okay. Yeah. Ding Dong Bundy brought that up. But this year they've like ramped it up. So you actually, if you do well enough, you qualify for the USDGC. That's like, right. Disc Golf Pro Tour is actually going to film it live the final day. Right, like right. they like have taken it to, to the that next, next level. level. Yeah, um, yeah. Because they did that with a whole bunch of events like that Midland. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I think there was one other or one. Or Mid America something. Yeah. And then that Dismany event is now a Silver Series. So it's oh, like that's right. These weird, like just below the big whatever real deal. But there's yeah. going to be a lot of real players there. So. Oh yeah, no, that there's a bit. Of, I mean, Waisaki's going to be Bukaki. there. Yeah, I mean, which is my wife calls him Rocky Waisaki. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
Ding Dong's already got in contact with Colton Montgomery and Kona, and we're going to film oh. a cuckold scene oh, boy. in the back of the van. <laughs> Get some cuck, cuck muck going exactly. on there. Yeah, yeah he's going to supply us with some muck sticks. Yes. And Which probably is something in her native language, or at exactly. least, you know. Oh, for the, sure. The, it, the, the three quarters of, of her dad or yeah. whatever that makes up her well, core or whatever she is. her name is Penis. Yes, so. I know. <laughs> yeah, her name is like a Tim and Eric name. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Kona Star Penis. Star, penis. Yeah, yeah, Star, too. I always think Leather Starfish, right. Penis, um, all those things. I pulled but out my Star Penis today. Exactly. It's quite nice. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah but you'll be running the booth there selling... Yeah. All the stuff that's on that we just minus said. probing ancient alien stuff that'd right, be right. a weird fit. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even have is, any of that. Made. Was it my wife saying that? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. you should put <laughs> gonna bring your ancient. I'm like Maybe nobody odd. knows what any of this is. Uh, but I, I did bring some of the leftover heming shit I made. Just that's right. Yeah. Why not? Whatever. But um, Motu. Yeah. Hopefully, all the shirts get made because I still don't have them. Right. <laughs> Uh, I put a lot of faith into one printer, yeah. and he kind of might be screwing me over on mm. one chunk of shirts, but he said he did the other ones, but okay. we'll see. So okay. uh, Big Baby Brandon will be picking those up tomorrow. Because is there a chance they might show up here Saturday instead? No, no, no. He's he's a printer like locally, so oh, he just oh, is getting got them it. done. Cool. Um, and they'll, they'll all get done no matter what, but ideally, you know, I have them. <laughs> right, to sell. Tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I think I think we'll have a good chunk of stuff. And you'll, have, you'll have a bunch of discs anyway, too. right? Oh god, yeah. yeah. So you won't have nothing. Oh yeah, no, totally. Um, it's it's that'll all be fine. And then yeah. I made some banners, and they forgot one of them, so that's getting mailed. Oh, so my god. that'll show up here. So Brandon <laughs> has to pick it up. Like all the fun last minute stuff of IRL. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you guys are down, <laughs> if you're down in that area and bought tickets already, yeah. and <laughs> to you show haven't up already talked to us, right? Somehow. <laughs> That's weird, but go hang yeah. out with Steve at the event. Yeah. Uh, and Ding Dong Bundy and yeah, tickets and at the door, uh, Chap Fat. Yeah. Um, oh, you can still buy tickets at the door? I'm assuming. Nice. Yeah, they keep pushing tickets, so nice. Ding Dong said they're still good to go. Uh, yeah, Disc Golf has uh, spectators again oh, yeah. at uh, the event, so uh, definitely, uh, definitely the vibe of when I was watching 2019 content that was already old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's weird getting used to all the claps again and, and right, uh, right, right. everything too. We Seen saw the the, in the, background. the recent uh, dynamic disc open had like 150 people all shoulder to shoulder, no masks or anything. Yeah, Hopefully yeah. they're vaccinated, but Kansas, so I'm not sure. Right, they um, don't care. But uh, that was a pretty boring uh, uh, event, I think. But um, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, jeez, <laughs> Sir Dubbingsley. Uh, says, well, excuse me, gents, but wanted to let you know a new establishment just opened in our fine town, a Jersey Mike's, I do believe. <laughs> uh, quote, best damn meat this side of Vegas, uh, one bystander was heard saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm getting used to the clap again. Exactly. It's, yeah. I, it's my 17th bout with it. Exactly. So, the know. bacteria. Antibiotics, I'm building up a... They have resistance to it, yeah. you know, because you so. you like to you like to feel that pain and know you yeah. can pass it along too. So <laughs> you only take the antibiotics like nine of the twelve days, exactly. so it just kind of goes away enough, yes. but then lingers exactly. um, and and just knows how to you know battle those back. Yes, <laughs> you're just out there making the most resistant <laughs> right. strain. Yeah, yeah, of the clown. That'll be a. Uh... Uh, our disc golf event we put on Battle of the Back. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and who who can have the gnarliest bacteria <laughs> as part of That will take off a stroke for whoever has, like, you know, a exactly. deadlier and deadlier case. So. Um, but, yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome to twitch.tv slash aliens, where all of our fun little friends, uh, a, ch- a good chunk of them, our Patreon supporters, are talking to us in the Twitch chat here. Um, everyone 
send some healing energy and give a shout out to Keister Feaster, who is literally in the <laughs> ER right now, uh, super fucked up. So, yeah. um, but uh, oh, Paulina ninety three. We've never heard of that person before. There's random people um, that show up. Spelled P A W. Maybe he or she is a furry. Exactly. Uh, we but, can only uh, hope. <laughs> we have one furry. It was Paws Night. Yeah. <laughs> God, I wonder if that's a thing. Well, furry. Pa- that's what HIV I thought pause night. was was furry <laughs> oh, related, right. not HIV positive. <laughs> but I wonder if it, there's I'm a sure blend it's a out there. Name. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we uh, don't have any new patrons. So who was the who was the first? I mean, Keister Feaster wasn't the first. But he deserves it. I Gross think. Snake was first, but I yeah. mean, with Keister Feaster clocking in from the ER, I mean, you got you got to kind of do it. But did you read the? Um, oh, we got reviews too. Reviews Sorry, uh, uh, and there's uh, one on Castbox too. Okay, uh, we got a little segment here called "Reaching for the Stars," where we ask you, the little prolapstronauts out there. I almost said the little prolapstronets <laughs> out there, uh, defeating the gender per- gender neutral purpose of that exactly. statement. Um, to give us five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts or your podcast service of choice and review us in the comments of that rating, and we'll give you a shout-out on the air and read it. Uh, we have two five-star reviews from Apple Podcasts. The first one is from Rainquist 101 I came for the aliens, parentheses, ancient. Uh, <laughs> I like that it... W- oh, here we go. But stayed... For the three uh, three quarters of an hour of lifestyle nonsense, <laughs> I'm a huge fan, and I had no idea what disc golf was before I heard these gods among men talk. Wow, I don't think I read this before because usually uh, we all share the reviews yeah, or something. But uh, gods among men talk. Still note, uh, still note, overly sure what it is. Oh, still, <laughs> still not overly sure what it is. But I want to know more, so I subscribe. You should too. Outstanding podcast. Thank you, Rankwist101. Uh, and then the next one is from Pmat412. Maybe part of the Matterverse. I don't know. Uh, penis Matt. Yes. <laughs> that guy's hung. Looks like yeah, Matt. That was Penis Matt. Uh, and uh, P Matt says, "Welp, Apple's trying to censor me." Oh, it's it's okay. uh, our newest pa- our newest galactic daddy, Patrick Matthews. Uh, Welp, Apple is trying to censor me. Five stars. Think Apple took down my first review, but this show is absolutely amazing. Recently became your new galactic daddy, and could not be more proud of my baby boy and baby mouth. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which one, but you pick. I forgot about it. <laughs> Always prolapse uh, while I listen and love. Uh, love we we all three prolapse to Oh, love when we all. <laughs> oh, God. Let's check, let's check some grammar next time, uh, Patrick. Uh, and love when we all three prolapse together. Love everything y'all do and trying to spread the word about the show here in the Berg, Pittsburgh. Uh, always laughing at work, making everyone think I'm crazy. And that's just all right by me. Keeps everyone away so I can <laughs> listen more. <laughs> Love all the impressions and want no need more children. Really hope his pilot is doing okay. Oh, uh, David is fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's <laughs> yeah. happy. Fuck you, David. I can't, I, I can't remember if... I think we did call his pilot David, yeah. even though he is David, but I can't I got, remember. We have to go back and redo... Not redo the bit, episode but, one. but... Yeah, re, <laughs> revisit the bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much. Um, I'm going to pull up... Castbox. If you guys uh, don't know what the fuck Castbox is, it's a podcast app, but yeah. it's it's like platform agnostic, so yeah, you don't uh, <coughs> you don't have to deal with the very just okay Google Podcast. Like it's getting it's gotten a lot better than the old um, whatever it was called. It was just called like podcast app on the mm. Android um, system here, but uh, it's not great. Uh, it uh, doesn't look good. 
Bungie oh, and uh, what's it called? Grossnake sub, sub with the Twitch subprime. Oh, thank you. For the 14th month. Thank you. So if you have a Prime, Amazon Prime account, you can go to twitch.tv slash whatever and activate that Prime account and sub to us once a month. <laughs> yeah, you can link your Twitch Prime account yeah, to your Amazon Prime account. And then, yeah, you just have to subscribe uh, every month. Yeah. I don't I don't know if it's the first of the month or just when you subscribe, but it gives us, literally gives us free money. I mean, you're already paying for Amazon Prime. Give us the free money, please. Yeah, um, yeah Eddie, who I'm assuming is Eddie Balls, uh, but who knows, maybe it's not, uh, says on CastBox, this episode of Ancient Aliens was so damn stupid, but loved hearing you guys rip on it. Keep it up, boys. Great episode. Uh, that was in regards to human hieroglyphs, the uh, episode we did two weeks ago. <clears throat> well, ten days ago, whatever. Which was did about we, tattoos. Uh, <laughs> did we read this wake up one? Uh, it is right here. Yes, because we Sweden. talked about how it was like the car talk of uh, ancient aliens and all that okay, fun stuff. Because yeah. it said the 28th is what I'm seeing, which was Wednesday, so it would have been post, but you get them earlier sometimes. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> actually, uh, maybe not. Okay. Maybe we just read it and I didn't read and it. Then, I'll read it okay. again, whatever. I am Sweet Man <laughs> wrote us on uh, Apple Podcast and said, Wake up! Uh, five stars from episode one and beyond. The car talk of ancient aliens brings the science of ancient astronaut theory to the people. An objective look, probing in parentheses, of the History Channel's show about ancient aliens from two friends that could also maybe be part-time lovers. And the answer is, and the answer is, maybe. Probably. <laughs> Love the show and look forward to the weekly episodes. Thank you. I am sweet man. Or I am pig man. man. Uh, thanks very much, gentlemen and lady. Uh, lady man whatever you identify with. Yes. Um, but yeah, Keister Feaster, despite how he is doing right now, is going to ask both you and I, how are you doing, Steve, and how am I doing, Joey? I'm doing okay. <laughs> Steve, I see you looking at that link. Sorry. It was disc golf scene. <laughs> Green Lake disc golf. Hmm. Oh, this is how Steve's doing. This is it. He's going to open up Microsoft doing. Edge. <laughs> Because Twitch has never linked out to a browser Just before. <laughs> he did it's not click always use this app, so he'll have to do it again at some <laughs> point. <laughs> Green Lake Disc Golf Park. Uh, oh, is this a Dismania course? Oh, designed by Avery Jenkins. A-minus. Oh, yeah, Disc Golf Park is one word, which is dumb, but I hate that they do that. But uh, established 2021. There you go. In Michigan. Oh, Interlochen, Wait, Michigan. This, this world wow. Michigan. This is maybe how we get out there, and I ride those sweet land oh, yeah. waves. And then we, <laughs> I think he's always implying we have sex at some point. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> of come over, bang some chains today. What else do you do uh, with your fans? Exactly. <laughs> uh, you could come and be a part of that. We still have to fun. fucking share his amazing pictures he sent of the literally being at the stone balls and laying a oh, t-shirt God, on yes, top of yes, it. So yes, sorry yes, about yes, that. Yes. Sorry. It's taken quite And a if while. there's no sex on the table, that's fine, too. I'll just come out there, bang the chains, and ride those sweet freshwater waves. Um, thanks for the t-shirt. Oh, Grove Snake enjoying their shirt as well. Uh, anyway, how am I doing? He's doing I his am... uh, endless car work and using it as a, an oil rag. Exactly. <laughs> well, a muck rag. Yeah. I, haven't wore, I haven't wore it once, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, muck rag. <laughs> muck Lux. Exactly. Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm just getting ready for everybody's working for the weekend. No, so tomorrow, uh, Ding Dong and I will go down. And it's a pleasure cruise. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's a pleasure event. Uh So tomorrow we'll just be watching, no touching. Oh, okay. Uh, 
so the there's no booth set up there's tomorrow? There's no booth, nothing. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Because they the guy only has the course oh. for disc golfing only Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> which last year, if you watched the event. Yeah, there's like, golfers. From, uh, yeah, from Fuck. whatever, Central Coast or whatever. Yeah. There's like dumb, just random ball golfers walking across the fairway. Wow. So like Philo in the final round is like standing there waiting for this guy to like get <laughs> oh out of the way. <laughs> Um, so that hence man, why I'm like, wait for these little golf ninjas. Yeah, because huh? <laughs> he even goes like, "Hey, man, our golf's better." Like just joking, because <laughs> he's also doing the commentary. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but but anyways, that's another part of like, see, they're upping the level because mm-hmm. this guy has like now he's like, it's really expensive to rent the whole thing, so he only right. got it Saturday, Sunday. Got it. So Friday there could be ball golfers on the course and wow. God knows what. So we're gonna get down there super early. Yeah. Watch, hang out. I don't know. Bring stuff. Yeah. Uh, and stuff then meaning fast maybe, food onto the exactly. course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're just going to sneak around. <laughs> do, do, do a little sneak a ninja tech. Um, and then, yeah, just work all weekend flipping them discs and hopefully have some shirts to flip too. But if not, like I said, the disc, I, I'm pretty much, I was banking on the discs being the big yeah, movers yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, so either way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just been prepping for that kind of the last two weeks. Yeah just pricing stuff organizing things so the van is loaded up yeah i've counted i have over a thousand discs i'm wow. bringing <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, i was gonna say your house looks much like a little less, a little more opened yeah, well yeah. way more <laughs> yeah. opened up exactly Ooh. um but anyway is yeah. that your little keeper stack over there of just mvp discs those are just for daddy uh yeah well some of those are my putters and stuff they got warped so i like, oh, stacked it. them to unwarp them but uh yeah. Anyways, that's what I'll be doing this nice. weekend. So, so you're gonna put oh, any, yeah. It's not a collectibles event. Are you going to put any dorbs out there? Uh, I mean, I'm going to aggressively price them at eight. Right. So. <laughs> Where Joy and I were at Comic-Con a few years back, uh, and just like walking. <laughs> right when we right? walk in. Yeah. Like I got, <laughs> I think I got you a ticket. Like yes. you use one. So I met Joey. Turn around. We walk back in. And yeah, right as we walk in, it's the vendor side of Comic-Con. And it's just some fucking dad. Yeah. Yelling at his kid. Yes. Hey, Dorbs are eight. Yeah, he's like, Joey hey, hon, like, Dorbs are eight. <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> In the fucking Chicago yeah. accent, oh, we yeah. always imitate the whole, to be the whole a thing. dumb dad yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> he was, was like super tall, too. I remember like a big, yeah, uh, big mangalore. For those who don't know, Dorbs are, they're like a weird thing. I think Funko was trying to make yeah. to like... Oh, Girl Help. Snake knows all about them for yeah. sure. <laughs> if the if the pops ever fell out, which again, those yeah. have lasted way longer than I ever thought <laughs> my they pop would. Fell out. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, my paps fell out. I gotta go pick them up. <laughs> he always doing that. Uh, <laughs> fell out of what? Yeah, uh, his pants. I'm still horny. I'm loyal to my father's sluts. Okay, okay. okay. I'm out of here. Only his hole. Only his hole. <laughs> um. But yeah, it was just like, and even at that time, like, I know a lot of that stuff. I'm like, I yeah. didn't even know what the fuck is this guy saying? It was like, oh, Dorbs, these stupid fucking. Because no, he said it. And we were derpy. like, what? Yeah, and then yeah. there's a whole fucking stack yeah, of Dorbs yeah, yeah, on there. I'm like, so oh, dumb. okay. <laughs> I was a shit toy. I mean, that was like probably the quickest that the the quote of the day happened yeah, yeah, in right, the day. Right, right, Just like, <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. And still to this day. Yes. Um... <laughs> Sir Doubling says, love you, dark boys. See you soon. Dorbs boys. Um, But yeah, that's what I've been doing. We had a good sausage fest at your house Sunday. Last Sunday. My mommy's uh, house, yeah. I smoked some of the cacks and uh, 
Yes. Barrick smoked some of the conics in his new smoker. Again, didn't trust me on anything, yep. but it's fine. They all came out <laughs> fine. Yep. Uh, yeah, last week. They also fine. did not, no fault of yours, did oh, not shit. fucking heat them up <laughs> like sufficiently at dinner time. They were like lukewarm, and I was like, at that point, I was like, okay, I'm That's not going to ask you to go fine. fucking yeah. heat these. I'm not gonna, what am I going to microwave this right, freshly right, right. smoked Explode sausage these. <laughs> at, this, at this point? Uh, but uh, gross. No, those are really good. Yeah. Who uh, got their fingerprints on the boxes for the Dorbs, I think, oh. or the uh, Funko Pops? <laughs> That's why they were only eight. Oh, yeah. Usually they're ten. fucked up. Uh, um, <laughs> but, but you're yeah. a pro at... Uh, collectible well at booths at running a booth yeah <laughs> of various oh, i've done this case. of various yeah, kinds yeah yeah hand uh, job various yeah, video booths yes. <laughs> hold walled booths yes. uh i forgot to send it to you and it would have been the perfect one to send to to the group but there was and you might have seen it but there was a some some little uh panel from a manga from a japanese comic and a girl was squatted down like her, she had like little denim shorts. Her butt cheeks were showing, and there's a glory hole, like clearly a glory hole that she's in front of, like squatted in front of. But it, it's just an arm with an engagement ring. Coming out. <laughs> I was like, Dying. the dumbest thing. I have not seen that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, been a super, a super week. Just a super long week. Yeah. I'm glad to be here. Uh, we did have our. Uh, the first Modern Times Brewery, oh, yeah. which most did that regular listeners know is our favorite brewery, uh, they had their first person event since February of 2020, where... Or, no, August. Uh, in person? Where? The hi-hat thing? Well, and in August, they had the uh, event where it was the soft opening to, to Anaheim. True, but that was outdoor. This was, like, indoor in person like people inside kind of thing which is which is like it was surreal for a little while you know it's like i've been in there they have a cafe at their anaheim location or whatever too but um but uh basically what basically what the initial opening event was supposed to be where it was just league and theory members like us um back then so it was nice to have it closed down just for it wasn't open to the public that night. Right. Well, when we went to Anaheim, it was closed. It had been open that week prior. Yeah, yeah. But they had closed it for us. Right. But whatever. It's all the same shit. Anyways, um, long story short, they haven't done a lot of events because they exactly. can. So yeah. first event in a long while. Yeah. And specifically in, you didn't have to stay in there, but it was in their cafe. Like their whole, they literally have a whole house. Well, they had a breathing that room. Specializes where you could just in... go and breathe on each other. Yeah, exactly. Inside of there and just yeah. get that coffee breath. Right. And just, you know, <laughs> see how stinky you could get in there. They were supposed to have donuts, and they cucked us on the donut. They blue balled us. They like, were more no specifically. Uh, they had I still don't know why he showed you that platter and Believe then me. didn't sell them. It's My like, what, is this supposed to be for the next day? Go yes. fuck those people. My wife was pissed. I was like, what, are they all going to fucking eat these donuts after work as employees yeah. tonight? Like... And then I was like, yeah, I guess they probably would if they were, like, celebrating something, but still. Uh, or or I, I'm thinking they were just saving them for the next morning when the, the first day of it exactly. being open or something. Because they stupid. said, yeah, they said the next day it was going to be yeah. a normal day. So, um, but yeah, that was uh, that was super <laughs> fun. Oh, there you go. Uh, that was his boner, not his leg, yeah. by the way. <laughs> My massive meat. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've, been, I've also been uh, listening to... A wide breadth of new, not really that wide, Nude. but a handful of new podcasts. But um, uh, and I finished 
my second Keel book, The Eighth Tower. Yeah. Uh, Which I was going to say, I was perusing Twitter today uh-huh. because uh, Ted Cruz got caught like searching himself on <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I haven't searched uh, probing. And I saw a lot of stuff with you and What's-His-Face going back and forth. Me and what's his face? The the guy we jerk off to who has the Patreon and the Dana Newkirk. Oh, uh, yeah. You were like, Newkirk. I read, finished the book and whatever. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like, well, I don't believe. Sorry, not to, but. No, it's fine. Um, did he respond? Well, on one of those, he was like, oh, I don't believe they attach themselves to. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, separate conversation. Yeah, the last conversation I tagged him in, they didn't respond to uh, about finishing that book. But, um, uh, but anyway, finish the Eighth Tower. Very interesting. And again, like really really changing my opinions on what what believing in aliens is like flesh and bolts aliens mm-hmm. is right like and then <clears throat> that's led me into well after that I'm I'm I have started to read The Secret Cipher of the Euphonauts by Alan Greenfield mm. which is very weird so far um but uh, it's all about the cipher that the Illuminati and all these all these psychics and occultists, Aleister Crowley, all these people have used throughout the years, initially based on a Kabbalah like Hebrew cipher, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the, and like the way it's used hasn't changed, but like the the languages, it's been adapted to English right. and all this weird and just different languages over there. It's again that's like it's far, I'm like thirty pages in or something. Uh, the first ten pages is like. Here's the 80 people I'm going to talk about and kind of who they are, which was actually kind of cool because mm-hmm. it's like, they're like, oh, John Keel's in there, but then these weird occultist people are in there and this person's in there, uh, which I've never seen in a book before because it's a supposedly a nonfiction book. It's like, here's the cast of characters that's going right, to be in right. there. But um, I have no clue what to expect, expect, but I'm mostly reading it because it's at kind of the center of the Hellier mystery mm-hmm. because that book has... The only interviews that were like Googleable with Terry Wrist and Alan right, Greenfield, right. and then they go me down. And don't they like reference Euphonazis? Like no one knows yes. what Euphonazis are, but yeah. this guy says it, and all those Pe- things. Yeah. Only people that are had been in the world of high strangeness and had read books from Keel and Jacques Vallée and all these guys back in the sixties and seventies. <laughs> I will Jack Vallée any time of the week. Uh, uh, that there was there's a weird crossover with Sprague that I'll get to in oh. just a bit, but um, so I'm, I started to read that, but yeah, just like very much seeing believing in UF and in ETs coming to Earth has become a religion, and it is funny because we've been talking about it the whole time we've had this show, and especially since Patreon's launched, but the there is a huge the people that are into strangeness, right, which includes UFOs, maybe aliens, but mm-hmm. also occult shit, weird, myst- you know, ancient mysteries, all that kind of stuff, precursor race stuff, like all, it hits everything, right? Just yeah. about it the just phenomena, the phenomena of high strangeness. Um, we've been calling people galactic daddies because they love us, but also because David Childress and all these guys on ancient, on ancient aliens have galactic daddy syndrome where they all think the aliens are coming back like the Messiah and will help us be like them and, Save us from ourselves. It's just mm-hmm. another. It's interesting now, like reading the Keel stuff, starting to read this other stuff, listening to these podcasts now. How how old that concept is, and I'm we are not the first people to talk about it in forever. What, but, but like not like we coined anything, but to kind of naturally <laughs> to naturally start coming to that conclusion. Oh yeah, when uh, uh, <laughs> just by listening to these 
experiencers on and specifically on ancient aliens, right? Very different from all other contactees and yeah. experiencers, but uh, and just seeing how badly they want this to be true, right? When, like we talk about on the show, like Valet and Keel and these other guys say, there really truly is almost no evidence. There's actually no physical evidence that anyone can look at right now and prove that this is from extraterrestrial origin, from uh, from yeah, a physical yeah, yeah. craft, from another being, from another planet, right? So and and therefore it doesn't mean it's not, but it does take a lot of want and belief to believe that that's the case, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, anyway, so that's like basically I got on this weird podcast Wikipedia hole by looking for podcasts about John Keel, so found some interesting ones. Then I found this group of podcasters, and it's it basically centers on these two uh, uh, these ones here. No, no, Joey. Oh. He said Joey's hair looks kind of nice oh. tonight. <laughs> said them huge gorilla hands, though. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I think when I knock the. Oh. <laughs> he also on. spelled gorilla like gorilla fighter. Oh, yeah. Well, that's jungle. how you got to do it. You got to be able to handle it. Gorillas people. are out in the jungles. Gore. And so are gorillas yeah. out in the jungle. Gorilla. <laughs> gorilla. Um, but uh, basically, it, it ends up around these. I found these two. I listened to like seven or eight different podcasts, and they all have these same couple guys on there. One guy is Greg Bishop. And he has a show that's been on for like uh, 25 years that's now been a podcast for a while called mm-hmm. Radio Ra- – it's pronounced like that, Radio Mysterioso. Roll <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, <man>. that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Where Does the Road Go by this guy called like Shazira or so, – I don't know. He has some occult name or something like that. But they both have tons of episodes. And they're like they're both – I like them a lot because they're both like – older kind of am broadcasters like they're Mm -hmm. very good radio people which is kind of rare because i mean not not, i don't think we are that right like we have a different style but like this guy is like a pro and and he's like he's co-hosted like coast to coast he used to make he's written books he used to have a bunch of magazines um he's a maga guy yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh god is that why people started calling them zines now but uh (laughs) instead of magazines but um He's like, I had no fucking clue who he was, and apparently he's like super well known in the world of High Strangers. Had no fucking clue, um, but uh, like, they, and it's kind of nice because he'll have all these people on that are his friends, but also experts in High Strangers stuff, and they're all in that kind of open minded space of like the New Kirks and Carl Fife. So it's like kind of like, let's just talk about strange stuff, and sometimes that's UFOs. Like and then like I'm I'm going through like the old episodes from 2017's the earliest podcast episodes on the mm, feed, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them was just like uh, is Arrival the best alien movie of all time? And Ryan Sprague's a guest on the yeah. show, and he's like, oh man, I I just learned about you guys like a couple years ago, but I love the show, it's so good. And he's like, you know, jerking off, whatever. But um, but yeah, it's just kind of interesting. <laughs> you know, it's what I yeah, just over there just jerking, jerking off, off on Zoom. But uh, uh, super interesting. And then where does the road go? Is like. A more mellow, almost like a who is the like a Charlie Rose version, where Greg Bishop's almost like a you know the guy that used to host that food show. He mm, kind of has that uh, energy. Uh, he doesn't talk that enough, but right, he has right. that energy. Uh, God, what was that? It just <laughs> it's not. Richard he even Hill had either, a but, he yeah. had like a, a feminine name too. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, dude, yeah. but uh, uh, Meryl, Meryl something God. Lynch. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Meryl. My wife Cheryl. Yeah, no, but yeah, uh, yeah it was Meryl was something. Chaos. And he had a very fat person mouth, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, and he was a food. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, I so think just we've talked about this yes, before. I feel like I've looked this up. No, before. but this guy kind of has that energy to an extent, kind of like a mix of that dude and like 
Howard Stern or Tom, like Tom Likas yeah. kind of, but not a chauvinist, or whatever. Really? But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, both. I, I'm. I, it's cool to like have. Oh, I like these two shows, and there's hundreds of episodes to catch up on if I want to. You know, which is always mm-hmm. fun. But uh, yeah, where does the road go in Radio Radio Mysterio? Meryl Schindler. Meryl Schindler. There we go. Cheryl Schindler. <laughs> um, but uh, and the funny, the interesting thing is, is like in a weird way because those shows like ours are low budget, right? They're very just it's about the content. They were on the fucking Zoom guest train three to four years ago. So mm. it's crazy that they were like already prepared because like. So many people were like, oh, you can't host a podcast remotely because it sounds right. like shit and someone's on the phone and whatever. It's like, well, we've all, they figured it out then and we've all yeah. figured it all now. So, um, but then it was very, I'll finish my little uh, diatribe here, but it was very synchronous at the very beginning of this episode, basically, when, uh, not very beginning, but close enough, when the bald Brit Nick Redfern, who I listened to an episode this morning mm-hmm. on Radio Mysterioso, mm-hmm. talking about, you the faith that it takes to to know that aliens are are these craft and Things that Roswell was an alien crash and, all, and like I learned a lot about Nick Redford and it actually makes him just cooler in my mind mm-hmm. because he's so much more than ancient aliens and and funnily enough he's kind of his his imitation that I did was why we started this show or at least was the impetus for it yeah. so like uh, but he's talking about one of his books called Body Snatchers in the Desert where he his whole theory is that. Uh, the, he has evidence pointing to and sources pointing to that the Japanese were doing kind of Nazi level testing and the Americans to an extent too on uh, handicapped people and prisoners in these different types of advanced flight things that they built. Not not necessarily based. He's like, maybe they're based on alien shit, but I don't have evidence for that. What I'm saying in the book is that uh, is something Simon and Schuster, when he was going to publish it, were like, we kind of need to have lawyers and like protect you because mm-hmm. you might get death threats. Because this, if you are trying to prove that Roswell was not aliens, he basically is like, I'm I'm going to destroy like a whole creation myth for people, and I don't right. I don't know if that's safe. And they were worried about it and whatever. And so, but it was really interesting. And like, oh, it is that is a creation myth for little green men coming to this planet right, in right. a craft. You know, it's it's fascinating. So, yeah. Um, and then he talks about that on literally talks starts talking about Japan. Right when he's getting interviewed on this on this episode, so, um, but uh, anyway, Keister uh, Feaster says he doesn't like the Bigelow interview, but did we see the Chris Melton Joe Rogan interview yesterday? Where he oh, asked what you're talking? No, about? I did not. I have not either. I have to listen to that. Thank you, Keister Feaster. Um, Spootify. Yes, he who feasts on butt cheeks Yum and lunch. Um, but uh, that's gonna be tough adjusting that hospital food. I don't think they serve ass. Well, from that cafeteria, yeah, it's a uh, store bought ass. Yeah. Yeah. To, your your you know girlfriend will have to be nice, okay. bring it in for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just got to feast, just back right. it up. Yeah. You know, um, you got the adjustable bed. She You'll can be sneak fine. it in. Yeah, yeah. Did you eat your pudding? Just, <laughs> just walk in, <laughs> finds him and his girlfriend. She's squatting yeah. over his face. On yeah. Are you trying to kill him? You suffocating? No, 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 <laughs> no, man. I'm good. Time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just uh, slapping. <laughs> um, but. Uh, Anyway, that's how I'm doing. I'm, I'm going into rabbit holes at work, and it's nice to have something to escape to. The few minutes it's a day that I'm not. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, put it in my D hole. Exactly. Uh, where dicks go? Just for like pleasure. That, that paperclip meme. I said, yes. "Where's the paperclip?" He said, "Stop being a pussy and stick me in your pee hole." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, the paperclip helper from Windows yeah, 98 yeah, yeah. or whatever, Windows 2000. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's how we're doing. Highly recommend those podcasts, though. Especially if I had to pick one or the other, would be the Radio Mysterioso. Because it has mm-hmm. kind of a, a fun vibe, but they get very deep into these topics, too. But right. not in a... There's like no pretension and stuff. It's just like a, it's like very good quality broadcasting, but with a very relaxed podcast vibe. It's mm-hmm. it's really cool. So, um, yeah. Do we want to? We can take, take a, a piss quick break a and then rocker. a paperclip break. Exactly. It'll be nice. Yeah. Look. Yeg Shimash. My name. Aborat. <laughs> this is the love of my life. <laughs> My spouse, my side-by-side <laughs> wife. Did uh, did you go to the um, the 3D Borat experience in L.A. during the pandemic? No, there wasn't one. Uh, there, <laughs> I was going to say yes. I was, was going with... Come- <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it was funny. There was like that very late. There was like that Stranger Things uh, driving Yeah, that was all the Halloween then, stuff. Because um, all the mazes and all the haunted X yeah. whatever things got canceled. Mm-hmm. But then they like ran those through December. And, and they were so popular, they're right. still running them now. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Shri Bergona yeah, went. Exactly. Um, this episode West starts... Oh, sorry. Went. No, no, no. Oh. I'm saying Stupid things. Uh, he went to go throw discs at people without saying, hey, watch out. Yes, because he's in full <laughs> control and yes. knows what he's doing. Um, this episode starts, humbly enough, in Bakersfield, California. <laughs> uh, we have Bakersfield is a place that Steve and I, or m- many Southern Californians, West Coast elite- is- elitism, have driven through and mostly seen s- signs and you just never go. Yes. Um I hate the five. I never yes. drive the five. <laughs> uh, it's a place you drive through for the most part. Um, though people that live there or have lived there or the few that I have known that want to live there uh, all say it's the fucking greatest city since sliced bread. And, oh, there's no traffic. And, da, da, da. and I'm like, but you're living in Bakersfield. Um, <laughs> Gross Snake says my dad says you guys are full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nope, is he from is he a Bakersfield boy? I don't know. Um, but, uh, my dad's, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we start off with the, the man, the, the, well, the boy really, who kicked all of this storming area 51 business off, Sir Matty Roberts, who is like a weird, looks like he's wearing a costume of a metal head, like doesn't look mm-hmm. like a true blue metal head. Like right, he's a right. little, his hair is very Pantene Pro V, like shine, his hair, so healthy it shines. Yeah. He's got the, the little perfectly manicured goatee person. down yep, there. Yeah. Um, New but, metal, uh, you know. Yes, exactly. Handsome guy, though. Yeah, um, yeah he's putting it together. Uh, but uh, I give him a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> give him the golf fuck. Um, this episode is uh, gonna be. I mean, this episode largely is just a news recap. Like, there's nothing. Childress is not on it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, there's mostly Nick Pope. Uh, too much Jason Martell for again completely pointless. Uh, airtime. He literally is just repeating what Clotworthy is showing us as the narrator on screen right before, adding nothing to it. Um, could say the same for Sue Close's episode yeah. too, but uh, uh, it's mostly a Nick Pope episode and a Nick Redford episode to a lesser extent, which kind of makes sense. They're the they're more the journalism kind of government access dudes, sort of now. So, yeah. um, but. Uh, and there's a, I, and I forgot when they were going on location with Jeremy Corbell, 
uh, and then Jorg, <laughs> who literally is like, "Welcome to Jorg, some Dutch weirdo that lives in the yeah. area <laughs> and and fucking spies on Area Fifty One for the last fifteen I years." Forgot, yeah, because I watched uh, this. A went few, with them <laughs> a few like, days ago. And I, yeah, I forgot. I'm like, it's this yeah, Euro trash weirdo who's now the expert on U.S. He's like, see. These U.S. guys, yeah. they don't like it here, and you can get up to the line so oh, much. Oh, don't go one step closer. Yeah. Very, this sign clearly says Baby. very bad things will happen Chop to your you. your dick off <laughs> <laughs> and feed it to your fish. <laughs> this is not uh, just mm. an Air Force base. It is uh, a cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> a tomb. If you cross <laughs> this line. Yeah. Uh, your <laughs> corpse or be over that. But no expertise, just he no. he he's a Dutch a or a Swedish Dutch yeah. man or whatever that moved to Rachel, Nevada to live there so that he could be close to Area 51. Right. And then he gets to drive in a car with Nick Pope and Jeremy Corbell. Not that they're like A-list celebrities, but it's like, he's why? He's the local freak that they just that, picked up on their trip. Of course, wears a, a brown leather jacket and an adventure yeah. hat of some oh, yeah. kind. Oh, yeah. So we got to get him to the okay. fucking gates of Area 51. We got to get Mr. Jones over there and hold on to your potatoes, I tell you. <laughs> I was up there on the peekaboo peak <laughs> or whatever, and uh, I look, I peekaboo at the... Yeah. And, and he's literally like, oh, there's nothing more amazing sight in the world than <laughs> an experimental aircraft launching from... Uh, Area 51, right there on Groom Lake. And it's like, really? And he's describing, like, the lights come on, it launches, and the lights go off just like that. I'm like, okay. oh, my God, dude. Like, yeah. this guy's a fucking creepo. But, yeah, um, but yeah, we start off in Bakersfield. Uh, Maddie Roberts, this is in 2019. Maddie Roberts in uh, June, I believe, of 2019, posts a very, a very modest little Facebook event called Let's All Storm Area 51, and then in parentheses, they can't stop us all. Um, and he says, like, oh, the first day, like, 40 of his friends and some other yeah. people RSVP'd. Uh, you, of course, I think you have some control, but if you leave it as a public, public event, yeah, yeah, people yeah. can share it all they yeah, want. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as the guy that lives two houses down from me's license plate on his Subaru WRX says, it gone viral. Yes. Uh, he has a license plate that Just says like gone viral. Low. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, Does he have the gas suck? Doesn't someone have like gas sucker or something too on their big that's, Jeep? That's my piece of shit next door neighbor yeah, yeah. who has it on his Jeep Rubicon. Yeah, yeah. And it says, yeah, like a bad MPG or something Sounds like stupid. that. Yeah. Um, but. Tier one sub. Sorry. Oh. Keister Feaster is gifting oh. a tier one sub to Deep Rock 03. There you wow, go. Wow, thank you. Thank you for the gift. I wonder if that's is that his girlfriend? You think? Uh, probably. Mm -hmm. She. It's probably the nurse taking care of him, so he can continue to watch <laughs> while he has to sign off. Right. Um, he has a hall pass to eat her ass too. Exactly. To feast on yeah. her keister. But well, uh, <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. Nope. I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, well, nice of you. Well, thank spreading, you, Brock, yeah. Spreading the word. Um, it's but, gone uh, viral. <laughs> yes. Uh, the the event on Facebook went viral. Within two days, it had. Uh, thousands of RSVPs, and then somebody posted it on Reddit, and by the third and fourth day, it had almost a million, and then it mm -hmm. surpassed that after that, too, but in a matter of three or four days, it had over a million RSVPs, and he did not, uh, truly did not, like, he says it a lot. He's like, I never fucking expect, this was a joke. Like, this was yeah, supposed to yeah, be funny yeah. and dumb and whatever. Uh, this was a no, joke. Keyser Feaster said they might have hit the wrong button. Oh, the ring button. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but anyway, uh, it went viral. Uh, this is just kind of a history of that event. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, 
Was there something funny? Or you just I'm just something? laughing at hitting the wrong button and oh. gifting someone. So I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> Oops. Um, and now there, and then there's just there's a bunch of news clips of newscasters. I'm yeah. casting <laughs> a headline of newscasters from summer 2019, the gold, the, the last golden summer we had. Yes. Um, but uh, uh, that was really that was the summer that was childhood's end, really, right? Yeah. And then now this, you know, this coming summer, summer yeah. of hope, summer exactly. of wisdom. I yeah, think. it's kind of like that. We've moved through like kid phase to like preteen was last year now we're in that confident yes. teenage yes maybe have a job yes we've got the car right. there's still some responsibility but enough freedom yeah. left there too yeah 2020 was a stressful emotionally anxious yeah. and an intense year it was at like 13 to 15 year old right time and we were all yeah. having wet dreams exactly all oh, the time jesus christ <laughs> yes you yes. didn't want to give yourself covid by jerking off oh, no, no, so no <laughs> you had to have that little bit of wet right. um, to keep out the, yes. the, the virus. And then we all had our sign-in sheets, just mm-hmm. like in the um, Heaven's yeah. Gate house, to oh. show when we had a nocturnal yeah. emission, and then they had the, the, well, we had the stack of rags. And that's what the sign-in sheet was, was your sheets exactly. that you signed with the muck. <laughs> you just hung the cum <laughs> yeah. sheet on the door. That's my sign-in they sheet. They had a cleaning here. service, yes. and there are huge houses in Bel Air. Um, but, uh, yeah, lots of clips of new ca- newscasters. Saying, "Hey, the Air Force and the authorities say don't fucking do this, even right. though this is huge because uh, they have the right to arrest you, to shoot you on sight. Like you're just yeah. warning people you're not to do it. People were generally scared that um, as because the event was set for September 20th, and he posted it in I think July actually of uh, 2019. So there was two months of this event to build up and for people to plan trips to go yeah. out there. So the military, the media." The authorities, everyone was kind of worried it would turn into a fucking. People would like lock hands and there'd be tanks rolling over. Right, right, Naruto, right, right. You know, nerds that fucking or are just Naruto like sprinting or, or yeah, like no one showed up with like UTVs and like right. Hey, let's cut the fence and just haul ass. Because exactly. again, it's like a bunch of dickhead nerds. Yeah, and it's and that's the fence line. That's not even close right. to where the fucking base uh, really is. There's uh, now what would we find if we yeah. passed that point of no right, return? Right. Well, you'd go on a twenty mile walk and then there'd be. Uh, you know, road sensors and various checkpoints along yeah, the yeah. way, uh, more security. <laughs> <In> so, <laughs> so basically, you'd be fucked anyway. Yeah, 20 miles of desert yes. <laughs> is not easy to cross because there's In and nothing of itself. to inhibit. Like, if they had a sniper anywhere, right. you're you're done because mm-hmm. there's no trees or exactly. rocks or anything. It's just barren, open land. Right. Yeah. And that's all on purpose as they get into. But. Right. Um, yeah, as the Skunk Works guy mm. purposely put it out in that right. open land. So... Um, but yeah, they 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 show a uh, a few of the people that are at the event, and one of them's this fucking. He looks like my ex brother in law, like my older sister's yeah, ex husband, yeah. but a mass whole version of him. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, uh, it's like they know what's well, they know what's in there, and I'm gonna find out about what's in. He's like obviously yeah, high yeah, and yeah. greasy and disgusting, but um, they show a few. It's all these just kind of elitist but stonery nerd people like mm-hmm. a lot of the people actually look like huntington beach california trash well, like just surfer trash who, were, who showed up because yeah. from vegas to here is three hours mm-hmm. roughly of a drive it's it's like most of vegas when you're there is socal local dickheads right. or pe- people who flew there right and like that's it 
Yeah, and uh, as they were mostly sh- SoCal people, which right. the Vegas people hate. But. They're showing the they're showing the crowd, and it's just like there's a, there's these two servers that look these dudes that look like Dane Kadaskis and his brother, or just like all these very tall or very aggro short guy like mm-hmm. dudes. Some were in cosplay as aliens. Uh, yeah. At the very end of the episode, which I was like, I literally had made a note earlier. I was like, they're not even addressing the Naruto run. And then at the end of the episode, in the wrap-up yeah. segment, they show yeah, the fucking them, dudes yeah. very slowly. <laughs> yeah. They don't show the clap, the mainly in cheeks uh, poster, but you know. Um, but uh, it also would have been cool to like for the for the ancient aliens crew who was there uh, right. <laughs> at the event. To have like gone to Rachel Nevada and like gone to the stupid diner everyone goes to out there and well no that's Roswell sorry I'm wrong yeah. but to go to Rachel Nevada and just talk about talk to people in the town or like I yeah. don't know like they they just kind of have footage from the the hundred or two hundred people that showed up that night yeah kind of putzed around uh, and there was only two arrests that were they weren't even like arrests they detained them and forced them to go home were probably drunk or something yeah and so. Uh, um, but yeah, Maddie maintained it was a joke the whole time. This is now still a little before the event. Uh, there's a lot of fucking dumb, as I've said many times on the show, w- TV producers and editors and movie producers and editors insist that everything that a, a computer style device does, every interaction makes a sound. Every click, every slide, every swipe, every yeah, t- yeah. every keypad. <laughs> Every every download bar. That's hey, look, my I'm favorite. The guy from uh, uh, Police Academy. Yeah. <laughs> Just sounds like you're sucking a dick. Look, yeah. Hey, look, I'm the guy from Police Academy. <laughs> <laughs> Is he sucking dick or offending the Asian community? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> Double down. Uh, but there's there's a lot of that. It's like people were RSVPing, and it's like iPads and this, and it's like, yeah, yeah. it's so annoying. Swipe, but, swipe. Uh, <laughs> swipe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but oh, so the FBI comes to his house and says, "Hey, we know that you're just a fucking dumb kid that made it made this a joke, but." If you start getting messages or death threats, mm. uh, or but messages from or people just... that are planning on radicalizing this event, please right. just send them to us. Um, and I, it's like I would I would love <laughs> to have like seen the FBI agents that had to go to his yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoever was assigned to go to Bakersfield and talk to what? a fucking <laughs> dumb uh, you know new yeah. metal new metalhead yeah um, and uh, stoner in his fucking house. Uh, but uh, blah, 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 blah. oh the. Uh, leading up to the event, the only incidents in those two months when it was uh, got when it gone viral and when it was going to happen on September twentieth was two Dutch YouTubers. Again, what is it with these Dutch yeah. people going? Euro to, people love it. I mean, they the love desert. the desert because again, I think it was. I've heard this maybe from Pino. Other Pino people told too, yeah. me this story. Yeah, where they just they don't have desert in mm-hmm. Europe, so they love to come out here and just jerk yeah. off to open land. Yeah, they don't have the huge swaths of open land. You would think they would also love Montana. As well, but there's not as much cool stuff adjacent right, right, in Montana, right, right. like Disneyland Easy. and yes. Las Vegas and North Bear Farm and <laughs> all the gems they have there. Oh, are you sucking a dick? Or are you offending the Asian community? A little bit of both. <laughs> and Girl Snake uh, says the beeps, the sweeps, and, and creeps. the creeps. <laughs> which I watched that this weekend, which is maybe where I got the inspiration. In a in a rented in out a, theater. Rented oh. out theater. Oh yes. Um, but uh, well, you got rented <laughs> in the theater. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was a rental. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
uh, those Dutch YouTubers got uh, they crossed the um, the gate. I think I think that's what what uh, they they hiked for three miles mm. and then crossed the fucking gate, or they were like three yeah. miles in, in the border, and uh, they got a year in jail for that. And Nick Pope comes on and says the first again. Almost all the talking head moments on this episode are just literally reiterating what Clotworthy just narrated. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but Nick Pope goes, "The message was clear. We are going to come down on you, Han." <laughs> I wrote that for oh, yeah. obvious. Yeah, reasons. I knew that was gonna, <laughs> that was coming. <laughs> I spelled uh, "come" C U M. There you go. Um, but uh, so, cut to uh, September twentieth, the day of the event. Uh, people are gathering there, including the ancient aliens mm-hmm. crew. Uh, oh, this is where they. I'm just describing what I already did. They're showing the mass hole, whatever. Now, the Air Force did have the infamously infamously deleted tweet that was oh, up yeah. for a few hours. You want to come on our face? <laughs> <laughs> this way, again. Uh, but they they it's showing a crew of pilots around a jet, a bomber jet, and it says, "This is the last thing hashtag millennials will see." Yeah, millennials specifically. So stupid. If they decide to hashtag storm area fifty one, right. Um, and that got taken down. Uh, probably some MAGA dude in the Air yeah, Force yeah, that yeah. fucking you know had his Within, zine there. Yeah. Um, but uh, lots of people, clearly lots of people, back out of attendance at the last second um, because only 150 or so out of for the two million showed up. Yeah, well, it was for the first day, right. and then over the course of the weekend, then thousands showed up. Right. And, yeah. Um, but because uh, yeah, once they're like, oh, they're not killing people. Oh, they're not stormy and then everyone's like cool i'll right. show up um yeah the coward's way so yeah. uh but yeah most That's of that original here. that Hello. original hundred folks look like uh as i wrote here huntington beach surf retards <laughs> uh and they were being interviewed and they, they literally because they were all fucking sun-drenched sunbaked and just like i i think the government is hiding stuff and i think it's wrong and they sh-. and i'm like oh my god dude yeah. <laughs> like all but then Steve rules cousins yes. <laughs> but then it flipped to the other side they kept going back to that dickhead in the green semi cosplay. It was like Kyle Carouser, and he's like, and it's from Los Angeles, California, yeah. and he's just like, you know, I just don't understand why the government's constantly high. I mean, we all know this now. We're all smart enough. We all have the internet. And I'm like, oh my god, it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just douchebags of all uh, from all sides there. But um, uh, yeah, over the next few days, people start showing up by the thousands. Um, and uh, oh, this is where I make the point that. This is this is like a religious gathering at this point. Mm-hmm. Like we need to see our messiahs. Like we need to right, know right. we're not alone. And uh, uh, again, lots of Jason Martell in the beginning here, just literally saying things like, uh, "The government uh, was a little harsh, but they had to show us that they weren't messing around." It's like that's what Nick Pope just said. That's what Clark Worthy just said. Um, uh, current season Martell though, because he's got the bags under. This is like mm-hmm. uh, contact in the desert alien con right, Martell. Right, right. Um, so they ask the question, of course. What are they protecting? And ancient astronaut theorists and most people think they have alien bodies stored in there and wreckage from alien craft plus reverse engineered alien technology, reverse engineered Earth based technology based off of alien technology. They have the alien technology too, obviously, but obviously. But only is only like the same. uh, Linda Moulton Howe just blathers on in her fucking Joker suit. So they must have shot this the same day as whatever other episode. She has her insane outfit on, (laughs) her her green and purple outfit. Um, And uh, we get a Sook alert here and he says, Wheat. (laughs) That's his little thing now. (laughs) That also... I mean, ghosts hate that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. 
<laughs> Girl Snake's got to send the Ghostbusters shit again. Yeah. Um, back of my Ghostbusters <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm asking I'm a bullshit, which I did see the full-on trailer for that, and it looks good. The uh, the new Ghostbusters yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember the This is how a the... new Ghostbuster should be. None of these fucking women. <laughs> Stupid cunts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's the tagline. Yes. <laughs> no more stupid cons. Yeah. Okay. America's yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, no, I remember the, the the trailer from like a year ago because it was supposed to come out like this past yeah. holiday or something. Um, looked good too. So because he has that coming out this summer now. I'm assuming again. I can't remember. that that part. I didn't pay attention to. Um, I'm a Subi. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he mm. says, uh, Suk says, we know for a fact that for 50, over 50 years, the governments of the world have denied the UFO question and the extraterrestrial question. That's it. There's nothing else after that. Um, so they wonder, can clues to what's in there be found? Clues. Right, <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> right at the entrance of the base. Oh, God, November 11th. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was a video of a like a former convict or something who yeah. was out doing faith faith yeah. like uh, whatever stuff. But it, was that all wrong. gas no breaks that showed all, that or something? At the time, all gas no breaks. Yeah. Now he's Channel Five because right, he got right. fucked over or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. The or beginning October of October first. Okay, close. It's still far away. So many um, states. Weird. But. Okay. Uh, Anyway, this is this is the synchronous part where Nick Redfern starts off the second segment, um, and uh, and he's talking about Pearl Harbor right off the bat when he's already talking about the the crux of his book, his 2005 book, uh, Body Snatchers in the Desert, <laughs> which is all about the Japanese government taking fucked up people, kind of fucked up people, yeah. clinically according to Pino, uh, Doctor Pino, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's the one that called Doctor Pino. <laughs> He's the one who said you kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to say she's hiding. Up. <laughs> yeah. He knows what's in that Peter Pan clamshell. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one watching that hot butt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he wants to know where that blonde guy is. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> because the Nick Redford on the podcast was saying that... that there are documents showing documents. that even the American military, uh, they at least made contracts. The He was implying that the evidence shows the Japanese did this against their will, yeah. um, doing high-pressure, low-pressure tests, high-temperature, all the shit Nazis were doing with Jews, uh, but now all, basically aerial tests. Literally, literally, <laughs> sounds fucked up, hooking people, handicapped people up to... Balloons, which made me think of Eric the Midget yeah, from back yeah, in the yeah. day, and uh, or putting like flight like early jetpacks on them yeah. and stuff too, and they fucking died and crashed, and he's saying that is actually why the government was covering it up. Mm. He said it, he's like it also could explain why for all the John Keel heads out there why in the forties, fifties, and sixties all the aliens supposedly coming out of these craft. Had a were looking quote oriental in nature because like mm-hmm. Japan never apparently stopped doing some of those experiments and everything mm-hmm. too. Is the Cold War began because because then and because it was this whole like oh are they in league with the Russians are they Soviet they, like whatever so yeah um, but uh, uh, this is where uh, I just wrote a whole bunch of shit about what I talked about at the beginning of the show about the creation myth of Roswell being destroyed all that kind of stuff uh, but he does say. 
We have to go back to Pearl Harbor in 1941. The government said we can never let anything like this happen to us again. So let's move or create some of these installations or facilities further into the country. Now, the reason why Groom Lake was chosen was very simple. It was a dry bed. No nocturnal emissions at all <laughs> uh, since ancient times. No, but it was extremely long and could be used as a long runway for this experimental craft. So um, actual information from Nick Redfern, which yeah. is cool. Um, which honestly, I don't know how much. I mean, I we've maybe critiqued the clip that he has that has been chosen by the editors here. But as we know, like now getting to know some of these guys outside of this show, you realize how they actually, a lot of them don't agree with ancient astronaut theory, but they like that it's a big vehicle to talk about high strangeness stuff. Because at least Sooks and everyone are right. open-minded, too. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. they're not, but um, to but other Sooks shit. But uh, is a little less into some of the goof yes. stuff. But uh, Dusty Tweet Hope says, when's the oh. disclosure date again? The disclosure. Like the oh, that's right. After all the I think shit. it. I think it is June. I think you're right. Um, they'll get an extension though, yeah, like yeah, most yeah. things in the government. It's nice. um, now, synchronicity. The next week's episode of Probing Ancient Aliens and Ancient Aliens is Countdown to Disclosure. Oh, oh. Countdown. Yeah. <laughs> to Disclosure. Cut town. <laughs> Countdowns while Man. reading Disclosure on a yeah. road trip. Mm. Which I read in fifth grade, and I showed everyone the sex scenes <laughs> in the book. <laughs> it was quite intense. Nick Pope is on. He confirms uh, how uh, nothing super interesting, just that the government in 2013 admitted that Area 51 exists, but the on-record statement of what it is is it's simply an experimental test flight facility for experimental yeah, aircraft. Yeah. So, Which makes um, sense. And then this is it's cutting now to Nick Pope with Jeremy Corbell. Oh, and our friend uh Jorg Arbel, uh yes. the adventurous <laughs> Dutch man who's there. Um and yeah, his accolade is he's lived in the area and tracked activity at Area 51 for years. <laughs> you think they like just accidentally dialed him because it's Cordell instead of Orbel? <laughs> I need to show up. Oh ah, my shit. god. Um, I can't believe these guys are talking to me. I feel like they were eating at a diner in town and found this guy well, or that, some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But he, he, he was cooking up some local turtles. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah uh, Pope Nick Pope mentions like they're they're like standing right next to the warning sign that's about how far they can go. There's extra security there, um, and he says this is the point where if you take one step further. The full force of the security effort here will come down oh, on yeah, us. Of course, I yeah. wrote that. Because um, you know, I was just yeah. The security they kept cutting to like, oh, there's a security guard, and they're just yeah. like half laughing, <laughs> like staring. <laughs> it's like the, the local camera. sheriffs. It's not even all military yeah, yeah, guys yeah. too. Because um, a lot uh, of it's private security, not even yes. government agencies, and then yeah. it's like military people once you get deep in it, I guess. But mm. Dusty Tweet Hope says we should watch some of the free Gaia stuff for some Patreon content. It's oh insane. yeah, yeah. We haven't dipped back into the Gaia content right, for right. a while since Wilcock yeah. had his split. Well, I only you know go into Gaia stuff for about a year just so I can appreciate women <laughs> when I go back. <laughs> uh, no, and speaking of Wilcock, he has done a three-part live stream thing, all hours long. Right, and uh, uh, his and again, I have to always go into my junk mail. And put his stuff back as safe. I don't know why it keeps right. doing it. It's just because well, I don't open all of them, I guess. Thing too. Yeah. Or it's because it's like four and a half months between his email blast, so then they must right. think it's like over my yeah, head his account IP's or something. Yeah, his IP's all fucking cold and shit. And, uh, 
But uh, or he's probably like hiding his IV. Yeah. He's probably doing some weird shit because he's all paranoid. Right. He's like, and it, like one of his emails, I'm like, like a hundred and seventy nine thousand of you have already seen the the disclosures coming, and I have the secrets. And on the third and final episode, blah blah blah, blah and then it's like. Join my Ascension Mystery School, blah, blah. and it's like mm-hmm. again, it's so expensive. It's like yeah, thousands yeah. of dollars to watch online videos of him. It's crazy, but he re- he truly is in the wants to be Q thing, which I think you've said before. Yeah, yeah. He wants to be the Q with the face, basically, yeah, yeah, the yeah. face man. And yeah. I know Q, and again, it, watch the HBO thing, and they reveal yes, yeah. who Q is, right. and it's fucking Huel Hauser, Huel yeah, Q, exactly. <laughs> he, he never died. Uh. I was listening to Action Boys, and they were saying that there is legit people. There's people out there that believe a legit conspiracy that they think JFK Jr. is Q. Oh, that he, oh, said, oh, sorry, I thought you were going to say that Hugh Hauser never no. died. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's legit conspiracy oh, that boy. I did find gold. <laughs> you rub your crotch. I'm just do a little nit. <laughs> it's the <nut>. nit, yeah. <laughs> A nudge wow. in the ears. I'm a nit. This is crazy. I found <laughs> all this treasure. Hey, now I'm I, fake I, my I, own oh, death. Hey, don't shoot me or I'm going to jump past the fence <laughs> yeah. here. And then, oh, and yeah. Blows just, he just away. blows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his hands off camera and then yeah, comes back yeah. in. Uh, don't shoot me. Uh, but yeah, no, the JFK thing I've known. Yeah, people think, so one, weird. he's faked his death and he's like, Oh, see, that's him behind Trump, and yeah. Then, then yeah, that he's Q when he he's not. Like the, again, right. the documentary like clearly I know, lays I keep out to watch the it. whole thing. Um, this is where Yurg confirms all the the checkpoint stuff, and then he says uh, it like the twenty miles of desert, all that stuff, and he says, "Oh, but all the good stuff is in the hangars." Um, and this is where he talks about Tickaboo Peak. It's not Peekaboo Peak, yeah. but it might as well because it's the only public land where you can see the runways and the facility yeah. on Groom Lake. Um, Jorg's been there many times and talks about how, uh, yeah, he's a, it's the most amazing thing to watch when a test flight goes up on, on Groom Lake. I've been there and watched, like, thinking he's going to impress them and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it's like, great, you took a shitty desert hike. You probably had to do a lot of prep and spend a lot of money yeah. on your gear. <laughs> oh, that prep and, is yeah. not cheap, my friend. <laughs> so a lot of prep right now. Uh, just to fucking look at. Basically a runway where instead of the lights staying on, they turn on and then quickly turn off when the fucking plane goes. You know, yeah, it's like because yeah, yeah. I think I think he was trying to say that like oh they they show the runway to the pilot and then they turn them off so you can't see what right, kind of right, plane exactly, it is. Yeah. You know, whatever. How fast so. it's moving, all the things. Yeah, right. Um, uh, the next segment starts with uh, pondering if the truth had been revealed about Area Fifty One decades ago by the guy who started. A, he's the guy that created the first like jet planes for uh, America, and he was American. Mm-hmm. Clarence Kelly Johnson, and he was the guy that uh, started the Skunk Works team at Lockheed. Right. So huge military contractor, development contractor, some genius engineer. He created the P-80 jet in only 141 days after he was assigned it, which is kind of crazy to think that, but... Um, <laughs> did my spit. Oh, um, they have Richard Dolan on here just kind of giving some history on who he was and how much of a legend he was, all that stuff. Nothing uh, much different from what Clotworthy says. Uh, he also was a UFO witness in Agora, California in 1953. Mm-hmm. And he was apparently you know, in, in a time when, like 1953 especially, was when the Air Force investigation into UFO phenomena was concluded. So, like, 
and that's when it was passed off to Project Sign and Project Blue Book mm-hmm. after that. Because that was that was like the year the military went, they, we have not found evidence of UFOs at all. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, so um which at this point now I'm like, they might have been telling the truth. They might not have had physical evidence for right, UFOs. Right, right. Or as John Keel always says, or Valet or these guys, when they would ask contactees and experiencers questions, they just go, it's basic like military questions, a cop question. It's like how long were you here? When did you get here? Are you on drugs? Are you on alcohol? Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Whereas Keel's like, what happened yesterday? How, did you sleep well last night? Did you have any dreams? Did, what did you have for mm-hmm. breakfast? What did you, how many breakfasts yeah. you have this morning? What are you doing? Uh, right? Yeah. He would ask that shit after the basic questions just to get to know the person. And then they'd start talking like, you know, I used to have like uh, pots and pans would float around me when I was like 13. And like, so mm-hmm. then he was like, oh. Right. So you have psychic things or ghost things happening in your past, and you go right. down that, and they're like, "Yeah, I kind of did this and whatever." And one times, I one time I had a dream that there was like a little goblin in the corner, so shit like that would just start coming up. Mm-hmm. And then he would he'd be able to correlate the data that wow, all of like almost all of these experiencers have psychic manifestations in their history. A lot of them were born on the twenty fourth of the month. A lot of them were just weird, uh, not normal, not your basic of the top, like not any of the top ten names. In the country at the time, they're all strange names, right. and then like very specific names would have synchronous events within weeks of each other. Where some guy with like a very Polish high syllable name, another dude across the country would have the same exact event as mm-hmm. him, like con- like abdu- not abduction, but like contact yeah, event. Because yeah. again, people weren't getting abducted until almost after Communion came out with Whitley Strieber. So then it's like, oh, is the phenomena That's reflecting right, right. the zeitgeist? You know, but. Um, Anyway, uh, Corbell explains that he's the guy that also picked this. Sorry, he had his UFO experience, went to his superiors, even though he might have risked his whole career and been called crazy. Uh, they not only supported him, they also rewarded him. Within They, they kind of moved him up, and within right, two right. years, gave him the Skunk Works lab to fucking run and all this shit. Right. Um, and also uh, let him choose. the. Basically, he was the project manager uh, for Area 51. Like, he he picked where it was in the desert, so it was yeah, very remote, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, just like Redfern was saying, it's very remote so that nobody can, f- yeah. that, so that the Japanese okay. can't find yeah, it and bomb like, it or well, something. Well, like Pearl Harbor, that, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, but yeah, how Pearl Harbor, right. that whole incident's like, well, this is way too exposed. Right. Let's bring all this shit inland. Yeah, let's so not put all no this shit. No one can fucking bomb us out again. On and, a big aircraft carrier. Yeah. Or just out in the middle of the ocean. Right. Right, where it's like, Oh, it's Hawaii, where that's really far from the (laughs) mainland and also really close to Japan. Exactly, yeah. Very exposed. You you were imitating him as, like, the Boston Brit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Out at Pearl Harbor. (laughs) Out here at Pearl Harbor. That's where I bury the hookers. I sucker punched this fucking guy that that looked at my girlfriend wrong. (laughs) Uh, I once banged an Asian girl, but I think she was Hawaiian. (laughs) Now there's a T-shirt yeah. <laughs> you gotta sell at the Goat Hill Challenge this oh, week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I once met an Asian girl. I thought, I think, and it's just a picture I of you, think, like, yeah, huh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's what the oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's a sub. That's a little yeah, word bubble. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> That word, but I would wear that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Uh, lost my little place. Oh, uh, 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 oh. He also says like he he apparently started off the reverse engineering of UFO tech there, but at the same time, I'm like the way they word it's like from his experience, but he never 
his experience, they don't describe as him having touched the craft or that it crashed in front of him. He just saw it in the sky. Maybe his experience of like work experience and right. then, yeah, just maybe he was inspired by or that something. or something yeah. too. And I'm but. sure they just again, there's always downed UFOs if there's probes. True. And this is like a new world of Russia flying shit over that's right. probably failing, right? Crashing, and that is technically handicappers UFO. in exactly. Japanese craft, you know. I'm um, not going to do an impersonation of that. <laughs> uh, Keister Feaster subbed. Oh, <laughs> tier one. thank you. He's keeping active. I on know the they're very, bed. very subby. Um, Need some doms out there. But uh, <laughs> meant to do that one. Uh, oh, so it was a <laughs> incorrect game. Yeah, he gave away five dollars. <laughs> oh boy. Um, he died in 1990. Um, and they talk about how in 1975 Benjamin Robert Rich succeeded him at Skunk Works, apparently when he retired. Um, and he was the guy that did like stealth technology, like mm-hmm. the bomber and the Nighthawk and all that kind of shit. And um, he also uh, told one of their other colleagues, a mutual colleague, uh, Jim Goodall, who had some, he said he's like was low ranking, but had high clearance or something. Cause that, and then we'll come to that later, but we'll come to that later. But uh, yeah. uh, it's a hot story. Um, but uh, he says that when he talked to Rich on his deathbed, basically, he said, we have things out in the desert that you can't even comprehend. If you've seen Star Trek and Star Wars, we've been there, done that. Right. You know, it's like, which, which is a crazy deathbed confession to get. Yeah. Also, deathbed confessions can be super true or also, I, I don't know. Who knows? You yeah. know, who knows? Delirious, crazy whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, he might have been watching Eddie Murphy's Delirious exactly. on VHS yeah, at the time yeah. or something, but... Um, but now the next segment is all about our old friend Sir Robert of Lazar, which they've done a whole episode about before already. <laughs> um, but uh, this basically is uh, I, I was I was smelling the stink, the oncoming stink of a cross promotion of Jeremy Corbell's oh, yeah. uh, documentary Bob Lazar and UFOs, which came Luscious out in 2018. Sage oils and <laughs> leathered belts and hats. <laughs> His perfect beard wax, yes. yes, all natural, of course. Um, but uh, they go over Lazar's whole story. We don't need to repeat it all here. There's lots of clips from the documentary. Uh, they never seem to to show the best clips of the documentary, which is the very weird Mickey Rourke <laughs> intro, like voiceover yeah. over the desert. Well, in the deep red light in his own bathroom. Yes. I don't know yeah. who has a oh, bathroom yeah. with a red light, <laughs> like, like it's that, a dark room or something. Yeah. But um, but uh, they have George Knapp on at least, who's the the. Uh, journalist who kind of was the first guy to interview Bob Lazar back in 89 and then uh, partnered with Corbell on the documentary later. And um, Corbell's like, you know, what was cool about Bob was he protected himself by revealing himself. Because they're going into how up until like the minute George Knapp was with Lazar and he was like trying to say like, I'm I'm, I'm pulling out. I'm going back in. Like he, he, yeah. he didn't want to do the story, but then he realized if he remains anonymous – someone will find out and possibly kill him. So better to be in the public eye right, and at least open, where yeah. people will know Bob Lazar mysteriously shot in the, you know, suicide or some weird fucking thing and there'd be an yeah. investigation. But at least at least someone would come after him and try to solve that right, murder or, or suicide, right? To know that he's even missing. Exactly, right? So Michael says, hey, guys. Oh, hello. Many underscores yes. in Michael's name. Um, but uh, because after that, he had death threats, Raids on his house, constant surveillance, phone phone lines cut, destroyed, whatever, probably tapped. They're showing the clips in the documentary. Um, and uh, in the documentary, which we reviewed on at patreon.com slash propinghdaliens a while back, uh, he does say that the most important thing 
at the Area 51 Site 4, S4, um, which is like even further, like closer to the lake, I think, or maybe down, I don't know. Groom Lake is where S4 is, I think. I can't Somewhere, remember. I don't know. But, There's um, Hume Lake and Groom Lake or something? Yes. Yeah. Um, or no, Hume Lake's down here, right? Oh, yeah, Groom. It's Groom yeah, Lake, okay. yeah. Um, but uh, uh, always a Groom Lake, mm-hmm. never the... Bride's Lake. Mad. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> never the muck, the muck yeah. stick. Um, but See uh, you, good night, Sir Tweet Hope. Um, wait, gonna go smoke TMT and watch Temptation Island with my wife. There nice. you go. Um, the best way to do it. But uh, 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 oh, uh, he said the most important piece of tech, which would have changed the world and maybe still will someday, was a nuclear reactor. If they could only figure out, or sorry, an alien reactor, if they could only figure out how it worked, which is what their whole point of mm-hmm. it was. Uh, because he said, like, in the documentary they show me, it's like, we wouldn't need cars. We wouldn't need air travel. We wouldn't need, like, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, go watch that documentary. It is interesting, even though Jeremy Corbell is kind of a douchebag. Uh, they talk about, or they ask the question, what about other whistleblowers than Bob Lazar? Because Bob Lazar had, has had critics since he came out of the anonymity closet back in 89. Uh, and then he's had even more critics since that documentary came out, and he's gone public again. Um, uh, they're just saying he flat out is lying, and he never. There's no evidence he ever worked there, which I also think is dumb evidence because he worked at a top secret place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as we as we find here, his his anonymous pal that I don't know if he's ever met him, but uh, former Air Force pilot, hotshot pilot David Freehoff. And he's the hotshot pilot because of his. Thick, meaty lobes. Exactly, yeah. yes. <laughs> and he's known for, before every flight, he would watch Hot Shots 1 and Part 2. Exactly. Uh, yeah. To get to get prepped. And that's how we know that he's part of an alien uh, cohort, because there's Time Traveler, because Part 1 and 2 have not come out yet. Yes, so. this was in the 70s when he was doing the, yeah. stealth, the stealth flight. So, But yeah, he was known for being one of the, the pilots that were testing the SR-71 uh, stealth bomber, which is really cool. He was like, he's like, oh. You could fly coast to coast in an hour, which is insane to think. Right, about. right, right. <laughs> so crazy. Um, you could fly coast to coast in an hour. The energy that was coming at you in that cockpit was just oh, insane. Yeah. Um, see, he he looks insanely old, but seemed pretty together and with mm-hmm. it. Um, but uh, he thinks that Lazar is very credible because, um, long story short, he knew because. When you were employed by Area 51, you would you lived in Vegas, you would go to McCarran Airport every morning, mm-hmm. and you would fly on what looked like a private airline called Janet Airlines, Right, and it had blacked out windows so you didn't know. Instead of putting hoods over your head, you got a nice yeah. plane, but you didn't know where you were going every morning, so you would land after you know, 20, 30 minutes or something at Area 51, not know where it is technically. Obviously, it's desert, but who the fuck knows? There's... Right. Hundreds of pre- thousands of square miles even of desert. Area 51 existed because Bob Lazar was kind of the one who popped the cherry on its existence. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so again, if you're in the 70s working there, you don't know that it's something that's even that top secret. Right. And uh, yeah, you probably were told you're working on a project for the you know secret uh, project yeah. with Clinton. Obviously, don't it's a base or whatever. But thing. Yeah. exactly right. So, um, and he knew he had he had multiple pieces of evidence, but when he heard Bob Lazar describing that very particular commute that only those people had mm-hmm. to get to Area 51 from McCarran on Janet Airways with the blacked out yeah. windows. And he's like, even details in the plane, he described, he's like, I knew he was telling the truth. He then had a friend, uh, multiple friends who worked with Bob Lazar 
come out very recently. So this episode aired in 2019, in fall 2019, obviously after the events of Storming Air 51. Um, and uh, when when COVID was but a little a little lad virus in a test lab oh, yes. in Wuhan in uh, yeah. fall of 2019. <laughs> Um, but about to spread its wings and get fly. ready for all those sweet licks. <laughs> uh, but uh, which again, that seems like so long ago, but also not that long ago. Yeah. But um, but like Michael says, yeah, everything that comes out just proves more bomb story. Yeah, exactly. A lot of haters so, out there. Like I think the uh, Hysteria Fifty One guys hate him and think he's a horrific liar. Yes, which is so weird. Th- yeah, those guys yeah. have those guys. I've learned now. Even even just listening to a chunk of these other. What I will say is more open-minded, um, high strangeness podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Harry, the Harry one guys put on a good show, and I like a lot of their episodes. But yeah. they are very, they very much stick to mainstream thought on what this could be, like right. what phenomena it could be and stuff. And and for the most part, are trying to debunk it. Hey, but that's why we started this show too initially. Right. But, um, but. Uh, Anyway, some of his friends came out and said, no, we worked with Bob Lazar. When we saw what he looked like on the news and then in this documentary, mm-hmm. we worked with him. We literally saw him in the office, as it were, at work right, right. Um, and told um, Freehoff this. So uh, Jim Goodall from before, the, the mutual colleague of the Skunk Works guys, he, uh, for some reason, I can't, this was muddy. This This part, I don't know if you understood it better, but- He's like he's like I was given or found Bob Lazar's. Uh, he was delivering Bob Lazar's tax form to somewhere in the Pentagon. The guy that was at like the Pentagon accounting office said, "Stay right here," and he called the admiral of the fucking Air Force or something at the Pentagon. That guy pulls him into his office, chews him out, and says. If I ever see your face in here again, you're gonna be the sorriest fucking you know corporal or whatever yeah. you are, and uh, and he says get the fuck out of my office and he shreds the W two in front of him. That story sounds weird. weird. Both yeah. of these guys' stories sound a little dramatic. I'm not saying he's lying, but I, I just I wish they would have given more detail of why he had his W two right when right. he didn't even know him or something. But I and I don't remember them saying like it he was anonymously delivered it or something like that. But. Um, Anyway, he reminds me of the guy on that we were talking about last week on uh, Nathan for you, the the private eye that's the boss, oh, the guy yeah, yeah, that yeah, gives yeah. Nathan yeah. shit the whole time. <laughs> that's what this John Goodall guy looked like. Yeah. Um, but that was it for that. It's wrapping up the episode, and it's pretty much just looping book book ending with more footage of the night of the storming of Area Fifty One, which was very peaceful and whatever. Just a lot of smug trashy people there (laughs) and then smug college kids and stuff like that kyle guy um pope though wonders and ponders what what this what the the ripple effects area storm area one might have he says what we might find when we look back on this was that this was the beginning of some sort of cultural movement evolving to something with global recognition and becomes a mainstream event uh and the bald brit here chimes in and he says uh well he doesn't chime in yeah he uh Jams in because that's what his, yeah that was yeah. his uh, the his diner thing, thing. Yeah. folds uh, folds folds in with the toast there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to stop it's trying fine. to, I'm just getting hungry thinking about diner breakfast. Um, crispy uh, bacon, <laughs> uh, salted pork, <laughs> fucking and kissing yeah. <laughs> all together now. Uh, I think most people know about area 51 because of pop culture and they accept it as gospel that there are really are UFOs and aliens out there. That sort of demonstrates how the public is coming around to the idea that alien life is a reality. So an interesting point too, right? So like my my faith as it were, I didn't even know I had faith that aliens existed, but I kind of do, I guess, yeah. uh, is shaken. It's in question in terms of like, there even, even reading books from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, it's like there's actual documents of evidence. I mean, God, if you look in the back of Passport to Magonia, which is Jacques Vallée's first big, came, also came out in 1966, 67, something like that, or or it was written, then he published it later. But uh, the the final 200 pages of that book are just no nothing of his own writing, literally just reports of events from 1897 to then to the mm-hmm. present of of paranormal, high strangers, UFO, alien encounters. So. Um, but they're just again they're the the pieces of evidence people would pull away they would disappear or men in black in fake unit military uniforms would take it back from them or things right. like that uh, so it's like some of them are ephemeral some of them are not so but there is also a world where maybe one or two alien crashes have actually happened it just wasn't as wide it's not as widespread as people think it still right, is right, right. maybe which is like it like blew my mind too when I was listening to this. I only listened to a couple episodes, but one was about, like, it was John Keel's birthday, so they were doing all these interviews with these podcasters, which is where I then kind of Wikipedia'd off mm-hmm. and, and listened to some of their shows about Keel's writing style, what he did, his criticisms, like, all that stuff. And uh, they made this very meta point where they're like, if we're sitting here and talking about Keel and Valet and all these other guys, what the kind of, like, reflection theory, which is that the phenomena can read your consciousness very easily because they're just, they live in this like dimension of information. They're not corporeal, right? They can just go in and go out, whatever they can read your consciousness. And therefore they reflect what is in your mind to then basically, basically they are the trickster, right? Like all of the paranormal is a trickster entity in some way. And sometimes they do good things. Sometimes they do shitty things. Sometimes it's kind of net neutral and it's just weird. Right. So, um, the phenomena ref- reflects what you think it should be <laughs> and therefore proving you and sending you on a path of something that it is actually not. And that's where all these guys are trying to get to the, like, the truth, truth. And so... Give me the true, true. They were saying, on the, these two podcast gals were saying, what if an entire generation or two that read Valet and Keel and all these guys, what if the phenomena has become that even more because they read... You know what I mean? Like So for those... For those people that are were in that zeitgeist, their experiences are probably a lot like what he wrote. People, you know what I mean. So it's like very strange. But, um, but anyway, I think there's a, I think there's room for both. But I think that all those guys do make a good point of like, why would aliens come here just to fuck with us and stuff like that, you know? So, um. But you could also argue if it was super easy to get here, if they're so advanced, it's so fucking easy and quick yeah. to get here, why wouldn't they come here and fuck with us right. or fuck us? Well, why don't as many of them I were mean, we reported go on to do? Pleasure vacations, we go on yeah. these weird trips. People just wander into the fucking woods yeah. and do stuff. So, 
I don't think it's like out of the question. No, not at all. Again, yeah. if it's just hey, we're just kind of bored. We're out here cruising. We right. figured out a bunch of shit, and we're just kind of bored. Right. Maybe we're getting the, again. That's just where you start going down all these rabbit holes. What's yeah. their idea? What's their plan? How do we? It's like you can't even try to think like them because you don't even know where they're coming from. If exactly. They are coming from somewhere else. Right. Probably their penis. Exactly. <laughs> Most likely penis yeah. based, but uh, you can't even understand their motives because it's like right. they're so far gone and different that. Yeah why they would do something is not why we would do something. Yeah. So And that's the thing too is like And they might not see it as fucking with us either. Like right. we see it as fuck like again, an anthill's gonna be pissed if we're like, oh, we're just poking around this exactly. fucking thing. We we are the ants, right? And we right. don't even know what the fuck they're doing. So exactly. we think it's fucking with us, but to them it's something completely yeah. different. And and all ufologists think think the same whether they believe in flesh and bolts ETs or whether they think that they're ultra dimension ultra terrestrials in some way uh that of that exact analogy it's like and so that's like therefore if one if one if the phenomena on earth here uh, in in the in the dimension next door or whatever or these higher frequencies you cannot understand it so much that it's basically magic and they're gods right and then the same thing can go for flesh and bolts aliens as well yeah right? all of it yeah. they would both be Poking the ant hole again. If if you, if five people now, went careful, is that a blood ant hole or a exactly. uh, non blood ant? Hole? <laughs> uh, yeah, stepping that hole. Right. You know, well, not even uh, step. It's I mean, just hey, your... she's reaching back into that garage freezer to get some delicious food yeah. for you, and then you know maybe uh, in the shower, and you take a phone video of her <laughs> outside her window. Yeah, so that's a blood ant hole, though. That's not a. That's not daddy's mommy's. <laughs> <laughs> that creates that's the step, mommy's, right? Mommy. Is, is well, there's, it, there's no step needed, right? right. It's just when the, it's daddy's mommy, it's, just, it's your Grammy. Aunt, your aunt could just still be not blood related. It's, it's true. just your. I mean, you have your an daddy aunt that's not blood. blood related. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm saying, you know, if if you're have you fucked her? <laughs> <laughs> if your uncle marries a woman, yes, that's, that's not true. a step aunt. That's just you're not blood. It's an aunt, aunt in law. Yeah, your aunt. But hey. All ants, whether they're blood blood ant holes blood in, blood or out. blood in law ants, <laughs> they all can get stuck in a fridge, stuck in a window, somewhere bent, oven. somewhere bent over with Precarious. a with a dress that exactly. yeah can be pulled up so, or yoga pants, right? It can be ripped. <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, uh, anyway, but yeah, if you have five peep, five random humans walk by an ant hill, one or two of them will go ew, gross. I, I'll ignore it. Uh, one or two of them will go oh, let's go fuck with them and kill them. And then one or two of them will go, oh, interesting. I really like bugs. I want to study, you know, so it's the yeah. same kind of shit. Um, uh, bu- 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 oh, and then, uh, oh, this is where they finally show the Naruto running clips. And they're running, they're not really running. Yeah. I don't think any of them ever tried it before. Drawing. They were on film yeah. doing it. They should have practiced. But um, Linda Moulton Howe, Howe uh, love that Joker, Linda, does finish up the show by saying kind of a hopeful statement. Because again, she's she was the journalist and just like, Redfern and all these guys were trying are trying to to get the real story based off of experience or evidence and, and actual data and facts, right? And so she says, young people will now be scouring the internet for news about UFOs and high strangeness like they never have before. And I said, Amen to that. Great way to close out a pretty pointless episode, though. Mm. <laughs> this is like a very like Ancient aliens were not mentioned once in this whole episode. Well, yeah, no, you know? tr- trust me. On this side, I'm like, again, we've now strayed so far away right. from the title of and point yes. of the show. This is we a trend. In the now aliens. Yeah, this is a trend. Trying to trying to ride a trend wave like yeah. three months after the trend was over. Right, but right. 
Um, Uber. Uber. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like uh, our our reviewer from Pittsburgh probably says, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, although I think Pittsburghians have a slightly different Pittsburgh accent, Pittsburgh. yeah. Uh, there was that really funny Kroll show recurring sketch where it was Kroll's character was from they were friends, but one was from Philadelphia and one was from Pittsburgh because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's John uh, John, not John Mulaney, it's John. Uh, that does the he had he had that show that you loved the raffle cast or Daily. whatever Don, John Daly yeah, yeah he was the pit because he is from Pittsburgh okay, so like they yeah. both knew the accents very Just enough to... <laughs> very specifically um, and they would switch jobs one day and people couldn't understand <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway but uh, yeah thanks for guzzling down with us here on Probing Ancient Aliens yeah. no thanks for listening countdown to disclosures next week remember. To support the show at patreon.com slash aliens for exclusive podcasts every month, head over to blackholesupplycompany.com for lots of gear, apparel, disc golf discs related to our lives. For now, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, follow the uh, Puttfuckers account this weekend on Instagram at Puttfuckers, P-U-T-T-F-U-C-K-E-R-S, and uh, Puttfuckers, P-U-T-T-F-C-K-R-S on TikTok. For all that Goat Hill hanging, you know, oh, yeah. the, 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 the yeah. Uh all, all the, the Goat, Goat Hill content with the Stephen Ding Dong Fundy yes. hanging around there. Yeah. Uh, Lurking. Lots of, I think there's going to be lots of hug photos and handshake yes. photos with Ricky Wysocki, Drew Gibson. Oh, yeah. Brody Smith. Yeah. They're all going to be fans. Yeah. They're all going to be following us. Who else is going to be there of note? Uh, Philo? Philo Brathway. Who's from LA? We kept saying like Thailand yeah. and Fresno and all make these things. Sure, <laughs> make sure when you have a discussion about his overuse of, of little ninja yeah. sticks that you say ninja. Yeah. Clarify the J. <laughs> uh, other than that, follow uh, us on social media at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook. Listen to Beer There, Drunk That on the same podcast feed that Probing Ancient Aliens is on. And uh, keep your prolapse holes moist so your prolapses don't break off when they hang out at their fullest extension. Don't want those leather tubes to dry up and crack, my friend. Worst case, Ontario. Keep it wet. Bye. Bye.